Welcome to Voices from the Mountain, a new podcast featuring interviews, poetry, music, and teachings offered by the countless talented and dedicated souls who have been inspired by the magic of Lama Foundation. My name is Kira. This is Lama Foundation Podcast. Hi, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Tracy Cates. Many of you already know that we have launched this podcast as part of our Enliven Connect Rebuild campaign. As of today, between our incredibly generous 47 supporters, we have raised a total of $22,379. Our goal is to reach at least $160,000 by October 19th. We have made it easy and exciting to give to this campaign. For your generosity, you'll be given great perks, tickets to our raffle, and most importantly, a reinvigorated landscape to visit. I hope you will consider being one of the many to make this vision come true. Every contribution of any size makes a difference. My personal goal is to reach 100 supporters by October 5th, and you could be one of those 100 people. Whatever you are comfortable in giving, no matter how small or how large, your contribution will make a difference. And when you come to visit Lama, and I truly hope that you will, you can feel proud to have been part of this renewal. Many of you already know Lama. I'm hoping that there are actually some listeners out there who don't know anything about Lama Foundation. Uh, and I would like to give you a quick summary of what Lama is and is not. The word Lama in the local Spanish dialect means mud. Lama Foundation is neither a farm for domesticated animals nor a foundation for Tibetan leaders. Lama Foundation is a community formed in 1967 as a place where all spiritual traditions are honored and respected. Some have called Lama a mystery school. People come to practice, to pray, to meditate, to study, to build, and to learn on the mountain. People come to Lama to honor the spring where we get our water, to climb the mountain, to sit in hermitage, and uh, if you're like me and my kids, to swing on the great swing. There have been many notable people who have lived and taught at Lama Foundation. I'd like to name a few of them. Uh, I think you'll recognize some of their names. Richard Alpert, AKA Ram Das, wrote Be Here Now at Lama and the community created the artwork and printed it in its original form. Murshid Samuel Lewis, the creator of Dances of Universal Peace and author of In the Garden, was buried at Lama after a long and rich relationship with the place. Uh, Sasaki Roshi, Trungpa Rinpoche, uh, Baba Haridas, Reb Zalman Shakter Shalomi, Father Keating, Little Joe, and on and on. So many notable teachers have come to Lama to teach and to share in Lama's unique intent. The foundation has seen a lot of changes over the years, but its core principles of openness and respect, along with its strict no drugs or alcohol policies, have kept the community alive longer than almost any other spiritual community started in that era. I think as you listen to these podcasts, you'll understand more about Lama and why so many people feel that it holds an important place in our culture. Um, I could go on about what Lama is. I wanted to take a minute to just tell you what Lama is not. Lama is not a long-term housing community. 
Uh, a long-term resident may stay for five to seven years, but rarely longer. Um, and many come for much shorter stays. Lama is not a cult. Uh, it is so easy to label a spiritual community this way, but Lama has no single teacher, no set teachings, no renunciation of the world and one's earthly possessions. There are certain agreements that we make when we sign up to become a resident at Lama. We agree to honor silence before breakfast, to sit in meditation together each morning for 30 minutes, to spend a portion of each day working on the land, uh, taking care of physical spaces, cooking, cleaning, doing general maintenance on the 100-acre property, and to attending a weekly meeting called Heart Club, where all staff take time to honor each other's emotional needs. These exercises in community living are in support of and supported by Lama's mission statement. Well, Lama's mission statement is to me incredibly beautiful, and it says so much about the world I want to live in. That was Roberta Sharples. We call her Bird, the current treasurer at Lama and longtime resident. Do you want to read it or shall I read it? Okay, I'll read it. Lama's mission statement. The purpose of Lama Foundation is to be a sustainable spiritual community and education center dedicated to the awakening of consciousness, spiritual practice with respect for all traditions, service and stewardship of the land. Lama makes intentional space for listening to others, experiencing new perspectives and expressing one's own truths with room to discover new parts of ourselves we might not have even known were there. This is the basis for the respect of all traditions, as the mission outlines. One of the things our society is really longing for is respect, to live in respect and in community with respect for others and for allowing people to manifest beauty in the ways that each person is called to manifest beauty. I actually wish everyone had a chance to participate and learn from this kind of interpersonal work. It could mean the difference between approaching the unfamiliar with curiosity instead of fear. This approach, I think, moves beyond reaction to appreciation and resolution. And even as this consensus work plays such a huge role in life at Lama, many would argue that it's the land that holds us there. The dramatic landscape and equally wild weather create these stunning and immersive experiences constantly. It's not hard to make a commitment to be a steward of the land at Lama. I think it would be hard not to. And it's great training to take on an integral relationship with the land in such a raw space, and then to carry that back into our communities off the mountain. Stewardship of the land, I mean, the beauty of the land at Lama Foundation is just um, a microcosm of, of the beauty everywhere and the fact of having a real sense of stewardship, listening to the land, being in service to the land and, and allowing it to uh, manifest its beauty in um, cooperation with us and, and to serve it as it serves us. Lama is a place. I mean, in many ways, it's, it's an ideal in the mind and it's not like you can, it's not like you could be, have to be at Lama in order to manifest the, the beauty of the um, ideals that the mission statement that Lama calls us to. I think you can live Lama in the world. I don't think it's, it's um, necessarily tied to the place. At the same time, um, Lama as a place, as a place of pilgrimage and as a place that 
you know, embodies these ideals or tries to embody these ideals because we're always, you know, trying to wake up. We're always trying to awaken. It's not like you live there and you're awake. But it is an important place to have, uh, to be able to practice these ideals there and to keep it open for the larger world community to be part of that, not just the people who can live there for a summer or for a year or for several years. We would like to cultivate a vibrant and diverse and sustainable, strong resident community so that we can be more uh, welcoming, more able to hold all the energies of a summer at Lama serve the guest and serve in all the ways of holding retreats, uh, inviting stewards to come in and practice with us, being able to host in all the different ways that Lama can host so that we can be relevant and engaged in the, with the world um, through all the people who come to visit Lama. And it is a mystery, you know, sometimes difficulties come. And sometimes it's easeful and the mystery, you know, that both of these aspects of life, ease and difficulty, work together as part of the ways that we learn to open our hearts. And I do feel that, that whether you, a person can come to Lama or not come to Lama is, is not so important because I think you can live Lama in the world by the way that, um, you know, by just having that aspiration to be part of something greater than ourselves and to be as inclusive as possible because I do feel that inclusivity is one of the ways that, you know, Lama is trying to be relevant in a world that often does make walls. You know, we serve in the world the way that we are called to serve in the world and Lama does that too. And I know there are, are many causes, you know, that, that people, it's really great to support and Lama is just one of those causes. At the same time, um, you know, it's a very important place, I think, to um, uphold those kinds of values that, uh, that need to be cultivated and nurtured um, during this period of time in our society, in our world. Thank you so much, Roberta Sharples, a.k.a. Bird, for joining me for that conversation. Uh, listeners, I hope that you have learned some things about Lama that maybe you didn't know already and have become inspired to connect or reconnect with us and hopefully join our campaign. You can find the Enliven Connect Rebuild campaign at LamaConnect.org. That is L-A-M-A Connect.org. This podcast has been brought to you by Lama Foundation, production by Tracy Cates and Habib Chishti, engineering by Habib Chishti, music by the Hot Mahatmas, hosted and edited by me, Tracy Cates, and a big thank you to Kira Cates for being so darn cute. Where are we walking? What does it look like? We're walking in nature. It's really beautiful. And we really like it. Mm -hmm. And that's how we roll. We can we can walk for miles. Mm. We have to walk for miles because Loma Foundation is big. What's your favorite part of Loma Foundation? My favorite part of Loma 
Wisdom Foundation is all the parents eating in the swing. Mm. So, meet you next door.